This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Introducing Uplearn. Uplearn is an online curriculum learning resource for A-levels that improves student outcomes whilst reducing teacher workloads. Teachers use Uplearn to facilitate independent learning and consolidation of classroom material. Over 150 schools have seen grade improvements with Uplearn, including St Paul's Girls School, Michaela Community School and ARC Schools. Book a demo at uplearn.co.uk and quote TTR for 10% off. That's Uplearn, U-P-L-E-A-R-N If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. Okay, and we are back and I have two guests. It's amazing. Anne, hello. Elsa, hello. Hiya. Can you um, hear me now? Yes, I can. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hello, Elsa. <laughs> Anne, it's so lovely to have you. Um, I do hope, Anna, if you're listening, um, please come come back in and 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 say hello we would just love to have you here um and we we, (laughs) i we've done we're probably just going to move straight to adaptability when we Mm -hmm. chatted earlier in the week you mentioned it is a crucial survival skill could you tell me a little bit more about what adaptability is for you yeah well i think um I remember years back, my brother saying to me, oh, you're still, you know, working in the same place, and which, you know, I was for a long time uh, as director of a big language school. Um, and, you know, you're still doing the same job. And I remember even back then think, saying, well, actually, no, it's not the same job. Um, so, I, you know, I think uh, as teachers, our jobs have changed uh, a lot. Um, <laughs> and, and even more so in the last two years, um, but that's the way that, you know, the world is set to go and is going. Um, you know, that there's talk of that we've, we've moved five years ahead in, you know, just six months in the first sort of um, wave of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with technology coming in all the time, um, we have got to be able to adapt and we, and we have adapted. I think um, teachers, you know, deserve a big round of applause. Um, for being so resilient and, and for being so adaptive. 
Um, so, I mean, I think it's something that we need to accept that, um, you know, what's happened to us this morning, <laughs> Literally, you know, technology wasn't working. So um, you've got to react and you've got to be able to try and solve the situation. Um, I was... I was consoled by the fact that um, the people I saw that had connected were people, you know, that I have great affinity with. And um, so I knew they'd be like rooting for us to get, get this to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is the first time I've, uh, I've used Podbean and mm -hmm. I've been on the Teachers Talk Radio. So for me, you know, this is a new experience. Um, started off a little bit challenging, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I can, I, again, you know, and it's something, you know, that you took on, um, so chapeau, uh, bravo we've to you, you know. We've adapted, yeah. Mm. Let's ask Elsa what she thinks. Elsa, are you there? Do you want to unmute your microphone, Elsa? I don't mean to unmute you. Elsa, hello. Hi, hello. Good morning. <laughs> it's so lovely to have these voices with me. I don't like talking to air. <laughs> Elsa, where are you? Tell our listeners. Here come. Yeah, I'm in Portugal. I'm, I'm in, um, well, you, you can say I'm in the first town in Portugal. So I'm on right in the border to Spain. So I'm quite close to Vigo. <laughs> and um, you know Anne <laughs> very well. We've all met Anne. Have you actually met Anne face-to-face, -face, Elsa? Uh, once, many years ago. <laughs> she came to Portugal for um, a webinar conference and um, we met briefly. I think it was just a minute to take a photograph and then uh, we... <laughs> I don't know. It was a random thing. We became friends randomly. I don't know. And um, and he's she's the, she's a top, excellent professional and wonderful person. And she has helped me a lot through um, you know lockdown. And I don't know. She's wonderful. She's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it is. It's the it's the world of internet is incredible. I mean, I'm in Italy. Anne's in Spain, you're in Portugal, and we've just been joined by Anna as well, who is in Greece, and we are all virtual friends. <laughs> it's just extraordinary. Anna, hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can, yes, it's wonderful oh, to have fantastic. you here. Oh, that's fantastic. I finally made it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> good, morning. good afternoon, should I say. It's, it's, yeah, oh, for you it's afternoon, for some people it's still the morning. Very well. Oh, we're well, talking about, yeah, we're talking about adaptability. Um, mm -hmm. Elsa, do you agree yeah. with um, Anne that it's a crucial survival skill? Uh, it is, it is. Uh, because, you know, you, uh, when we went to lockdown, I mean, we, we have to adapt everything. We have to adjust our behaviour, our attitudes and... Um, uh, deal with emotions and you know and you know to, how to build confidence um, having students online so it, it was very 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 difficult so it was a great shift of, of focus you know yeah yeah and and Anna mm -hmm. um, for you adaptability how does that resonate well, um, I mean, uh, I, know, I don't know who said it's a new form of intelligence, but I definitely adapted. 
definitely adapted. Uh, there was no other way out. Uh, and uh, I reached uh, certain limits I didn't know I had and certain skills. And uh, it, it's remarkable. I mean, you would expect uh, younger people to adapt, but not people my age, but I did pretty well. And I'm constantly learning. Like I hadn't learned, I hadn't heard of Podbean before. And uh, it, this was challenging. Like I nearly <laughs> had a heart attack in order to connect right now. But I, I have found my way around. So um, it's, it's very important for teachers uh, to adapt. Uh, and uh, I don't know what to... That's it. That's fine. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes, that's it. Like I'm still in the process of downloading uh, Podbean, but I, I did it. And uh, <laughs> um, the sky's the limit, actually. The sky's the limit. I hope so. Not only Okay, let's get back to Anne. Yeah. Um, you're there, Anne? I am. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> um, you're a great believer in, in self-improvement and, um, and constantly learning. Yeah. What do you think, uh, um, put Bean aside, let's not talk about Pot Bean for a while. Okay, what do you think are... Um, the most important things that you've learned over the last couple of years? Um, obviously, I've learned to um, deal with new technology. Um, in some ways, I think it's not that I've learned new things, but um, well, I've, I've grown in certain areas. Um, but I think it's also reinforced certain things that I've always believed, like, for example, um, asking for help. So, you know, online we've got Anna and uh, Elsa there um, and yourself as well, you know. Um, you're sort of three people that I know that I can sort of get in touch with and ask for support, which could be literally, you know, um, an app or a web page or it could be, you know, oh, you know, um, I'm feeling myself, you know, a bit down or whatever or challenged or stressed or whatever. So I think um, the, I, what, what, I think what, the biggest thing right now, and it really is happening as well, is that sense of community, um, and the and the yeah. you know the ask, asking for support. Um, also, you know, on LinkedIn, I'm following quite uh, a lot of friends that some of them again I've met in person, some I haven't, and they're doing loads of um, you know crowdsourcing of sort of asking for people's advice, um, teacher's advice, or, you know, mm. what do you do? I mean, yesterday I, I replied to one which was, um, how do you handle pre-webinar nerves? Mm. So, um, and, you know, Emma from San Sebastian was asking, you know, how, how people go about, you know, preparing for a webinar just when you're about to start. And Harry Waters was, um, was saying, you know, I don't get nervous if I don't sleep very well like <laughs> night before. Um, my little tip, um, you know, I coincide with a lot of people. And my little tip is um, that I always spray perfume on me just in, just in advance um, oh. because I feel like that uplifts me, you know. Um, but I think there's a load, a whole load of sort of, you know, real sense of community and, um, you know, that the awareness that nobody knows the right answer, mm. um, that we can all sort of help each other um, and, you know, ask each other for advice. You recently so, did um, some, some research online and spoke to a lot of teachers. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that? 
Yes, well, it was um, basically, um, you know, you sort of through social media, as I say, I'm in contact with teachers and you, you sort of pick up vibes, you pick up um, attitudes and how people are feeling. Um, but I wanted to get some kind of more solid evidence together, as it were, mm -hmm. and some more sort of, you know, wider, a wider scope of opinions. So uh, yeah, I set up a survey basically to um, ask teachers, there were six questions about their experience and their students' experience of, you know, going through um, lockdown, being online, totally online, uh, going back, perhaps back into the classroom um, and their students as well, you know, sort of mm. how the experience has been. Um, I'm very glad to say that um, the, I mean, basically what Anna was saying, you know, uh, teachers have found things, found themselves capable of doing things that perhaps two years ago they were saying, no, 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 I can't do that. Um, yeah. So it's been a huge learning, learning curve. Um, te uh, students, I think in general, the general um, responses have been that they've become much more tolerant and understanding. Mm. Um, but the big worry going forward, and this is what I'm trying to do things uh, to sort of help at the moment and create materials, is um you know level of motivation and uh, anxiety as well you know mm. a lot of motivation and um increased anxiety um you know of learning but also going back you know going back and actually sitting next to somebody and being close to them i think yeah. a lot of uh, teachers i wonder i wonder if we can ask elsa and anna um i think we, we talk a lot about us as teachers but um Anna and Elsa both have schools, and so they're probably. I wonder if there has been an impact on on your students. Um, have Have you noticed any any changes, Anna? Um. Well, uh, as Anne said, we have connected. Like, um, I I feel that there are no borders. Like, I have, uh, at the time being, students from all over Greece, uh, and uh, it. I can share whatever I like. I can have a lesson uh, with, without being um, limited in the four walls of my classroom. I have endless pos um, options to um, transform my lesson due to digital tools. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I mean, we know that children now are... Uh, obsessed uh, with technology so um, it's more appealing I should say like we still have pen and um, uh, paper and uh, pencil of course and books definitely but um, I don't know it's it's more appealing I would say hmm. thank you um, Elsa okay. um, I, I think um, we have to deal with this, we have to be well, online. We have to be more attentive uh, to the students' needs, you know, and, and and to keep them engaged because it's um it's a completely different setting. So it's not a classroom setting, and um, you know some some students. I mean, the problem was they lack the connectivity, connectivity, and mm -hmm. they were less attentive than other students that they have at home. So. And we, what we had was difficult. You, you have to create a very positive learning environment, and, and and at the same time keep grab the students' attention and keep them engaged. I think it was the the most difficult, even though 
uh, you know, the technology um, experts, but um, I don't know, that's it, basically. Do you think that there's been, that learning has been in, inhibited, or do you think it's just different? <laughs> um, I think it's... Um... That what's really happened, and you know that the the, the replies to the questionnaire I, I set up, um, I think there's uh, been a big, uh, an even wider gap opened between you know less uh, more disadvantaged students who didn't have you know the access to technology, mm-hmm. um, and perhaps were weaker in general in terms of you know their level of English and what have you. I think that has um, that the it's really widened it. So there's some students who've um, you know they've really flourished, and there are other students who've really sort of um, been left behind. Should I say, <laughs> been just so been think, left behind? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't so have that whether access. We can, whether or not we can help them, you know, sort of catch up and uh, and you know get those students back on board. I think is the the next challenge going forward. Hmm. I do. I mean, I kind of wonder about my youngest, who was he was from. He moved from elementary to middle school, and I don't. I think he's missed some fundamental things. Um, that's all starting to to show itself now, um, and I just but have I think, to find you know, a way. I think, um, there's been a big concern, you know, sort of even on the on, not just on a teacher level, but I think a higher level as well. You know, saying, oh, you know, learning loss. They haven't covered this content. But for me, I mean. I think content you can make up, that's not a problem, but you can't ignore everything that that's, you know, students have learned, like ourselves, you know, in use of technology and yeah. use of, um, of being sort of more independent, uh, looking for resources, looking for information, um, producing projects. So, you know, I, I think in, there's this guy I call, uh, follow called, uh, called Giuliani, um, and he was saying, you know, they, they the students have learnt so much and we can't, yeah, they might, might not have learnt, I don't know, the past perfect or something in, in the case of English or something like that. Um, but they've they've learnt so many more sort of real-life skills um, and, you know, self-directed learning is, is, is what's going to happen to them in the future. True. Um, so. And I suppose so I think, that, you know, yeah, the real-life skills, um, that's a really interesting point. Um, can we explore that a little bit more? Because I find that really interesting. The things that our learners know how to do are actually yeah. helping them for the future, aren't they? They are, they are. Because, I mean, you know, I think it was already happening, but even more so if you sort of read, you know, the predictions for the future is that, you know, your, your company, if you're, you're, A, you're going to probably change complete careers, not just jobs. I mean, it's, they're talking about, you know, our learners in our classrooms today are actually going to change career perhaps five times. Um, and there, and even if they have the same job, it's not going to stay the same. They're going to have to acquire new skills. They're not going to be sent off uh, to a nice hotel for a weekend on a training course. Um, but they're going to be say, you know, go to this website, watch this video, and teach yourself how to use this or how to do this. So, um, and I think that's already happening. You know, you've got all the how-to videos out there, you know, on the on the web. Um, <laughs> people people yes. are doing it anyway. But you're going, it's going to be part. It's going to be a fact of life, and it's going to be something you know, that you're going to have to do. So, I do. I, yeah, I, I can see that that becoming more of the future. But I do miss the, you know, the conferences and the training and the coffee breaks, the interaction with people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, you... I totally agree with you. 
I was supposed to have a, a conference in Barcelona last weekend, but it ended up being online. Um, and fingers crossed, I may be going to San Sebastian. I'm hoping to go to San Sebastian at the week at the end of March for my first face-to-face conference. So uh, you know, at, at the moment, number of cases here are quite low. So hopefully, it will go ahead. And, yeah, uh, that'll be so exciting. <laughs> let's let's ask Elsa and Elsa and Anna. Um, because we, we've got them here, what the situation is for them in, in Portugal and in Greece. Um, Anna? Uh, well, for the time being, uh, the island, uh, where I live, it's a very small island. It's a remote island in the Aegean. The population is about 7,500 people. And, I mean, we've got COVID cases popping up every, every minute as we speak. Uh, so uh, we work hybrid and uh, we can't move around a, a lot. Like we're being very, very cautious. Now, in Greece, in general, um, I see now that um, uh, exhibitions and seminars are opening up, but mostly uh, everything's happening online. Like... Mm face-to-face, but very, very cautiously are starting to, you know, uh, getting started very, very cautiously. We've still got a lot of COVID cases and a lot of deaths. Unfortunately, Greece has, um, I mean, many, many deaths. So um, still, still not there. And I have to be honest, like, it's very tiring, especially, you know, when you have a hybrid lesson, you, you have to wear <laughs> And you have to, I mean, I've got the little ones, you know, because I'm a kindergarten teacher, so I have to jump around and wearing the glasses and wearing the mask and jumping around and having all that energy. I mean, it's too much to juggle. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so much. Elsa. Yeah, it's basically the same. I mean, we're opening, Portugal is opening up, but um, it's more like less like the increase. So, um we were adjusting the pace. I mean, just adjusting mm. the pace. I'm, I'm both online, both face to face because, you know, COVID, um, you know, cases keep popping up and, um, you know, just, just need to adapt. That's it. And, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've actually here, in, here I've got um, hybrid classes and, there are some days where I'm online and some days I'm face-to-face, so um, it is still a little bit confusing, but I'm hoping by April to get to a fully face-to-face, con- a full face-to-face conference in April. So <laughs> there you go. Um, fingers crossed and we, we are finally moving out of it and we can start travelling a bit at least. Yeah, I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want face-to-face training to be completely... Um, replaced by by um, online stuff. And I think that, I think the the way forward is going to be with everything. I, I think it's going to be hybrid, so mm-hmm. that what I could see, and I mean, what was supposed to happen last Saturday, was that the co- whole conference was going to be hybrid, so that you know I would have been in the plenary, uh, in sort of a big auditorium, mm-hmm. um, but there would have been a camera and there would have been people connecting online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I, you know, I, I think that's a really good way to go forward as well, because, I mean, one of the, the best things about webinars has been, you know, that so many people that wouldn't have been able to attend, you know, 
face-to-face -face event because they live so far away or whatever, um, they've been able to attend, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, three weeks ago, I had 850 people uh, on a web in, in a webinar and they were literally all over the world. Incredible, amazing. <laughs> um, we were talking, we've been talking about adapting. Um, and, and we plan to talk about attitudes. Um, what changes, apart from the practicalities, um, have you noticed? Has anything come out of your research, Anne, with regards well, to attitudes? It's, it's confirmed one of the things that, um, that you know, I've heard from teachers that. that I've, sort of, I've talked to um, it one thing has it has confirmed is that um, you know at the start you know being online and being on camera was a novelty um, but then after a while uh, students got tired of it and um, and I think definitely I mean one of the things I'm planning to work on is um, being camera ready <laughs> so, so you know approaching this whole area of uh, reluctancy to switch on your camera but, you know, let's actually work on it as a positive. Again, it's, you know, it's, it's a life skill that, mm -hmm. um, that students are going to need in the future. So just like, you know, I've gradually over the, over the last two years had from uh, webinar organisers, I've had like tips of, you know, what to do before I come on, when, even the clothes to wear, you know, because of colours and things, um, what <laughs> works better. So, you know, why don't we, um, and as I say, I'm planning to, to work on uh, some kind of mini course, I think, mm -hmm. um, uh, Hi, to actually get students, student uh, camera ready. So, you know, what do you need to do? What, does, what do you need on your desk? What do you need? Um, I mean, one of the things I bought last week was literally a light from what you attached to my um, screen. Mm -hmm. um, and not a ring. You haven't bought a ring, have you? <laughs> yes, I have. I bought a ring um, oh, okay. because usually most of the webinars, webinars I was giving was in the, were in the morning, but then mm. I gave one in the evening, and it was the, the kind of day where there was still light, but I knew like half an hour later I wasn't going to have light. And in my house, all my lights are like you know subtle and indirect. <laughs> I tell you, whoever whoever invented the ring has made an absolute fortune i think everybody as yeah as harry's just said here um everybody everyone needs a ring everyone has bought a ring but whether they actually but need I've it or heard, not really heard a ring, have even heard of a ring beforehand i mean yeah oh. my husband's delighted because he's going to use it for his photography <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah so you know i, mean, I was I, at, I I was at the dentist i was at the dentist last week and i said oh my goodness you guys have got a ring what's going on everyone's got <laughs> these rings and she says no no we've always had this ring this is a ring to whiten teeth <laughs> Like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, um, the neobutricians have them as well. So, so, yeah, so I mean, yeah, again, why all these sort of real life skills that you know we're acquiring as um, presenters, um, you know, that would be so useful to pass on to to um, our students, and then they might actually like putting on the camera, you know, because because they're practicing and because they've learned things, and they mm -hmm. you know, say, oh, well, yeah, I've learned to do this. I mean, you know, they, they're brilliant at taking selfies, much better than I am. So, you know, again, practice makes perfect. But if we can give them those sort of kind lines, I just think it, their whole attitude might change as well. Mm, I think I, I've kind of, I work with um, these first-year master's students at, um, at university, and one of the tasks 
because we, we weren't, we didn't have a lot of face-to-face -face interaction. It was very hybrid. So it, they had a lot of interaction in their speaking lessons, in breakout rooms, and we had tasks. But throughout last semester, um, with my first years, they were building um, video logs or vlogs mm -hmm. <laughs> as part of their assessment. And I was just astounded at the work that they did. They were, they were brilliant. And with my second years, they were actually preparing their visumes. And I think one of the tasks that I'm going to put into this semester is actually to rework it, thinking about how we can make the whole thing hang together better aesthetically so that they've actually got something that they can show future employers and, um, you know, add to their CVs. We'll see how that goes. But I will definitely pick your brains for some, for, for some ideas. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've started like collect, collecting ideas and I was thinking of producing some kind of infographic, you know, that mm. um, would be very visual, but would have you know, really sort of a checklist that you build up and yeah. you know, check, I've done this, I've got this. That sounds great. I don't think, Anna, that would help you very much with your with your pre-schools. Um, Elsa, do you use these kind of activities with your with your students? Elsa, you there? <laughs> I've lost you. Don't you disconnect? I don't know what's happened there. Never mind. And let's move on. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Thinking about your 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 journey. Sorry, Harry's just <laughs> Harry. Yeah, we, we were I, talking Harry, about you, Emma. <laughs> I, I was talking about we, that earlier. I don't think you were you joined us yet, Harry. Um, <laughs> but. Um, that I answered, yeah, and you answered about, yeah, brushing your teeth. Well, no, you didn't answer. You said you didn't sleep the night before. Um, and I suggested spraying yourself with a little burst of um, perfume to wake yourself up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, brush your teeth before you go on. That's, um, <laughs> that sounds really interesting. It would actually depend on where you are. Um, don't apologize, Harry. I'm just delighted you're here. Um, uh, and, I've, and I've lost my, my train of thought. No, Emma, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to get back to her. I'm actually going to, I mean, Emma is another virtual I friend. I just her to you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a virtual friend, uh, but we are actually going to meet because um, she's going to Venice too. So that's, you know, that's something to be really, really excited about. I think I'm really looking forward to that. So, <laughs> yes. I used to see Emma about five times a year because I always used to go to uh, the school where she worked in San Sebastian to give the Cambridge seminars. So mm. I, yeah. I met her. I used to meet her, as I say, three, four, five times a year. So. Oh, well, yeah, and, she's, I was... and she's actually speaking <laughs> at the same conference as me at the end of March. So hopefully I will be seeing her at the end of March. Oh, good. You can have a, have a coffee break together. Oh, yeah. Goodness, goodness me! What has what has happened to the time? And um, you obviously are a highly successful author. You're also a trainer. Um, you do lots of, of different things, but all all very much um, interlinked. What do you wish you'd known when you started all of this? You mean Hello. way back, way back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't know whether I, I wish I wished I'd known, but I never intended to um, follow this career. Actually, <laughs> um, 
I mean, I studied language at university and then I spent my year abroad as an assistant in France. Loved teaching, so I came to Spain to get it out of my system and to do it for a year before I went back into to the UK to go into banking or marketing. And, um, and that never happened. I, no regrets whatsoever. Um, and I think I've always been... Anne? Anne? You know, is all the answers. Anne? So, you know, if you don't know, don't try and make it up, but just say, you know, I'll find out and get back to you in the next lesson. And I think that's always been my, my motto, that, um, you know, you're always learning and picking things up um, and that people are actually a lot more tolerant than... Some other people might think, you know what I mean? So you get people who are really worried about making mistakes and really worried um, about not doing things perfectly. But I've never, I am a bit of a perfectionist though, but, um, but I, you know, I, I accept that uh, nothing's going to go 100% right and perhaps not everybody, you know, if you've got 30 people on a course, you might get 29 people who are saying, wow, 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 and one person might say, well, but, you know. So um, I think I'm... I think I always have been, but I think that's something that's grown in me, that, um, that you know, that we're all human um, mm. and me included. So um, I think that makes me more understanding of other people as well. Mm. And where do you see yourself in, in five years? Well, I've got lots of um, friends and people I went to school with who are actually retiring. <laughs> which I find incredible because I've got no idea and, you know, no idea when I will retire, nor do I have any inclination. So, I mean, I hope to continue uh, to do what I do, which is lots of um, writing on lots of different projects, uh, lots of, many of them digital these days. Um, and I still hope to, you know, share tips, advice and create my, my own materials as well and share them with teachers. Um, so pretty much keep on doing what I'm doing. Yep. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, don't stop because it's always an enjoy. It's always a pleasure to read and, and see and and yeah and use use your materials because they're brilliant. Yep. And Harry's saying, don't stop. I'm sure Elsa and Anna will 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 join me in that. Um, I'm going to move over and I'm going to ask you some slightly, um, sorry, before before I do that, actually, Anne, um, I, I know and um, Elsa and Anna know, and I think Harry does as well, um, you, you post regularly and you share a lot of um, materials, particularly for um, teachers who are preparing their learners for Cambridge exams. Could you just... Um, um, tell me, actually, or if we could put it in the chat, your website, where people can find you. Is it? It's Teaching Together. Yes. Uh, yeah, TeachingTogether.info is the the web the web address. Um, yeah, I mean, I I set it. Well, to be honest, it grew. I'll tell you where where that originally came from. I used to write um, a blog for Cambridge Assessment. So we had um, a blog in Spain, um, I think it was called Teaching and Learning Together, um, and then it was decided that that wasn't going to continue anymore, and I'd you know, already sort of published quite a few posts on there, 
and it you know had a lot of visits and everything but then it was sort of put on hold so I thought, well, you know, that's a shame for that to go because I, I really was enjoying, you know, having the sort of the window to be able to share things with teachers. Um, so, yeah, that's, that was the, the reason why I set up my own website. Um, mm. And, yeah, I, what I try and do is, uh, I mean, sometimes I take, like, different parts of the, the tests and, you know, analyze, like, what's involved, you know, how many words are in the text, that kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, give tips for students and candidates of, as to how, how to approach each part. So, you know, whether you should read the tech, whole text first before you start answering that kind of thing. Um, and then I try and get, try and also add to that to do some kind of more further interaction with the content mm -hmm. so that, you know, teachers could build a whole lesson or even a whole series of lessons um, based on an exam task, but make it much more than that. Um, and, you know, work on real life skills. You know, one of the things I'm trying to do more and more. Thank you. Yeah. No, so if you do need to, um, if you want to learn more about this, it's www.teachingtogether.info. Um, okay. I'm going to ask some silly questions to finish. And I'm also going to ask Elsa and Anna. So don't pretend you're, you've got a weak internet connection. I know. Um, I've got one. This one is for, for Anna. Okay. Anna, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, geez. One, <laughs> one superpower, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, to get things done on time. <laughs> to get things done on time. Okay. I, uh, procrastination is my middle name. So I, I can't stress over things. I, I need to get over that. So that would be my superpower. I've got, I've got a, lot thing, a lot of things going on at the same time. I'm a multitasker, so I would like um, to get them done on time. Yeah. Okay. So I would actually, one of my guests in a previous show said he'd like to stop time. That too. For everybody except That's you. too. <laughs> and then <laughs> get everything done and then start time up again. So I don't know. It's quite a good way of looking I, I, at it. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I, one, one for Elsa. Um, Elsa, um, if you were a type of food, what would you be? Yeah. A type of food. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a sensible one. <laughs> Harry, vegan cheese. Goodness me, what's he like? <laughs> okay, um, chocolate. Yeah, I think chocolate's sensible. Although you you might disappear quickly. That's the only thing. <laughs> I have to hide mine in various places um, so that my children don't steal it. So I have to hide you, and. Um, if you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would you choose? Oh, who would I choose? <laughs> and it can't be Harry, he said in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I might, this sounds bizarre, but I might, I might actually change with somebody like, I don't know, the president of Spain or, or even, you know, somebody like Boris Johnson. 
but not because I envy their what they their, their position or anything, but just I think I would try and do it better than they they do. They do, they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you could do a better job. <laughs> I won't I say who. It's actually, <laughs> actually probably just out of curiosity to see, you know, sort of what exactly, I mean, because obviously you see them on camera all over the place doing things and that. But it would actually be interesting, I think, um, to see sort of what is a day in their life. Um, yeah, no, that, I mean, that's sort of, it's also interesting to be a man, but I think you probably need more than a day to, to make sure you get everything done. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to say thank you to Elsa and Anna for joining us. And I really do apologize for the shaky start. And um, we haven't talked enough and I'm sure you'll be back on the show. Come back and we'll, <laughs> we will continue um, talking about the work that you do because you do so much for us and for learners and for teachers. Thank you, Elsa. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anne. Um, it's time to go. Um, next week I will be talking to, to Joe Gakonga who some of you may know, some of you may not know. Um, Joe is very famous in the CELTA world. She's a CELTA tutor and a CELTA um, assessor. And she has, um, she makes a lot of videos and on YouTube and they really, really support um, CELTA trainees. Um, she's currently launching a course on video creation and, um, it's fascinating. So we'll be talking about video in the context of ELT. Thank you, everyone, again, and I will see you at the same time next week. Thanks. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.